How could I possibly be expected to handle school on a day like this? Bueller? Bueller? Drugs? Thank you, no, I'm straight. I meant, are you in here for drugs? It's understanding that makes it possible for people like us to tolerate a person like yourself. You don't like my policies, you can just come on down here and smooch my big old white butt. Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. Well, he's very popular, Ed. The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Live from Members Only Studios, welcome to Living in the 80s, a podcast where we talk about anything and everything 80s the best we can remember. How are you gentlemen today? Good. Good to be back again this week. I, I missed Joe last week. It's, it's been a while. It has been. Well, you Seven know what? I, I enjoyed <clears throat> so much uh, the conversation about uh, growing up being a teenager in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. That yeah. was a ton of, you know, that was probably one of my favorite podcasts. Nostalgic. 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 So there was one teenager, who was probably 20 at the time, mm-hmm. but uh, who, who really taught us about what the ultimate day off would be like. It's our friend Ferris Bueller. Oh, Ferris Bueller. Save Ferris. Save <coughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off is one of the greatest movies of all time. It is one of the Top greatest movies, movies of the 80s. No, it's one Top of... Top 100. See, no, me, and Matt, me and Matt have got this affinity, that this, this appreciation and love for this film... That uh, Mike simply does not have. Mike's not in that. He's not in the same wheelhouse. I so, got the text. This was going to be the subject, and to be honest, I almost considered backing out. But, oh. but I figure you need my perspective on this movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have your perspective on yeah, this movie. Well, but first of all, before we give you, we get your perspective. I just make sure it's clear. You've got it's the eighties. Yep. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Great actors and actresses. Great. Was it a great soundtrack? Oh, well, we'll get into that later. We'll the soundtrack's it. awesome. Um, there, a couple cute girls. Couple cute Actually, girls. three very cute girls in this movie. Absolutely. Um, fooling the parents. The That's principal a gets attacked by a Rottweiler. <clears throat> like, what is there not to like about this movie? The, the, you know what you probably don't like about this movie? It's wholesome. Okay? <laughs> It's a wholesome... And nobody had frosted tips. See, there's no frosted tips, and this was a good, wholesome movie. So you probably didn't like it. It was okay. There wasn't no gratuitous sex scenes. No. There wasn't no, you know... Closest we got was Sloan by the hot tub. That was it. Kind of thought it was going to, but never did. So, yeah. Is is that why you didn't like it? Because it was a good, clean movie? No. Huh? No. I didn't say I didn't like it. It's just not like in what would be on your Mount Rushmore, probably. Top, uh, top two, three. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I mean, this, it, it's, this would not be on your Rushmore. Not even close to Oh, my goodness. Not even a parking lot? No. I Dude. mean, it was a, a entertaining movie. So, so what is it about the movie that kind of doesn't bring you back? Um, John Hughes is a genius. I will say that. Yes. We Loved agree. a lot of his movies. Mm-hmm. But that whole cycle he got into with Pretty in Pink, 16 Candles, obviously Ferris Bueller, Breakfast Club. Weird Science. 
weird science. You mean great 80s movies. They they are considered And even some kind of wonderful, which wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Continue. But I think he knew he was done by that point. I think that they were very good movies. They just didn't appeal to me, personally. Wow. I love other movies, like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Uncle Buck, one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. Family Vacations. Mm-hmm. I think those were all great movies of his that I love, but... Ferris was just okay See, and, and, and that, that really catches me off guard because you seem to me, looking at your pictures from high school, okay? Nolan Ryan, Gaylord Perry, <laughs> yes. Phil okay. Necro. Joke, don't get old. Uh, looking at those photo- uh, photographs of you uh, as a young one. <laughs> he changed the photographs. <laughs> I would see you almost trying to be like a... I mean, you kind of had that smug... I mean... He had this wholesomeness about him, and it, but he kind of got away enough. with. Yeah, he he, Just he wasn't enough. bad. He didn't have a bad demeanor, but I'm saying he was sneaky. He was he was he was he was, he was sneaky in a fun way. And I think you were probably kind of weasely. I kind of like think you were wow. weasely. I kind of weasely in a good way. Weasley in a good way. Like weaseling your way out of situations. Like in a good charming way. Charming the parents charming. just enough to make them believe you. Charming. Yes. Charming. Yes. yes. And 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 really. Maybe, maybe maybe we're just too similar. Is what you're trying to say? Okay. Let's, I mean that's what you're saying. Are you okay. not saying that? Let's get to the, let's I mean, get to the. Heart I'm just saying. Talk about okay. Here. I'm just. That's the way you're describing me. I'm I'm surprised you don't like it. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm I didn't say I didn't like it. You're putting words in my mouth here. Said you don't like it. You know, in a court of law, you know, I said I found it entertaining. It is in the top 100 of the decade. That's not saying much. Yeah, there's a lot of good movies in in the 80s, but I would put this. Probably top ten. Easy top ten. Easy. Oh, a minute ago it was on the Rushmore, so it's already fallen. In two no, we got to Yes, what was on your Rushmore? Yeah, yeah, our Mount Rushmore has got about fifteen presidents. Okay. It's pretty big. So, yeah, yes, it is a big one. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're gonna do here, at, at, if you haven't figured it out, this episode is all about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We were so inspired by last week's episode. Uh, we decided, you know, let's talk about this great movie. Mm-hmm. Now, as we're wanted to do during these type of episodes, we're going to do some trivia, maybe a little script reading. Oh, sweet. And then we're going to close off talking about why we love the movie so much. Yeah. Sound good? Well, let me get my thoughts together no. for that and, part. And, and by the end of this podcast, we're either going to make Snowflake rethink his position right. or more Snowflake. confirm yeah. His, I'm sorry, Snowball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, now he's upset about his nickname. <laughs> um, so we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll check that out. So real quick, we're going to stop for our brief timeout. Be right back with trivia. Thank you for listening to Living in the 80s. We want to take this opportunity to thank all of those that helped make this possible. First and foremost, we want to thank Anchor for providing this platform for us to share this podcast. We also want to thank Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Tuned In Radio, and about a dozen others. We also want to give a special thank you to Star1079.com and Roundtown Radio, where you can hear this podcast weekly. Also, be sure to check us out at our website at livinginthe80s.us and, of course, on our Facebook page, Living in the 80s. Thanks, and back to the show. And welcome back. This is a little game I like to call Ferris Bueller's Day Off Trivia Game. Oh, 
Oh, that's a great title for a great game. Wow, that's a great, great movie. Game. Yeah. How are you going to do this time? Last time we matched I, up, I pretty much owned you. Hey, you know what? Living in now, bro. Living in now. Okay. That wasn't okay. that long ago. <coughs> All right. Well, now. I'll tell you what. Instead of doing the whole buzzer thing, we'll give you guys the chance to answer. Okay. 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 One okay. at a time. We'll do that. So, mm. so who Listen. wants to go first? Let the old guy over here go. Okay. I know yeah. we're basically the same. Yeah. Age. Yeah. <coughs> so I'll take what, that. When's your birthday? November. I'm the old guy. Let's go. Okay, gotcha. This. All right. So, Matt. Yes. At one point, Ferris was at home wearing a Hawaiian shirt and dancing. A TV, a TV theme was playing. What was the name of the TV show? I want to say I Dream of Genie. You would be correct. Yes! Yes. Bonus question. Yes. He's wearing the Hawaiian shirt. He's got the pants on. What kind of shoes is he wearing? Uh, Chuck Taylor's. What color? I want to say, well, when he when he puts his feet up, they look they're blue, but there's almost like a turquoise, but but I think they're more of like a like a a, a navy blue, but they look. I, I'm gonna say turquoise. You're right. They're they're sort of a teal turquoise. Yeah, yeah, kind of did you yeah. study? Did you prepare? Uh, I watched the movie. I just watched the movie and let it just, ooze into mm, my brain. Okay. Boom! Bring it! Right. Two okay. Come on! So, Come on! This is great. So, Mike. Yes. When Ferris and Cameron took Cameron's father's car out for the day, mm-hmm. what was the year, make, and model of the car? Yes. Yeah, it was a, a 1960 Ferrari 261. California, something like that. Very, very close. What? Can I steal? Can I steal? Uh, I mean, I actually have a chance I, I, to I'll, I'll give it to him because that was very close, but what is the actual? It was actually a 1961 250 GT California. The 1961 Ferrari 250 GT California. Less than 100 were made. My father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love, it is his passion, it is his fault he didn't lock the garage. If you had access to a car like this, would you take it back right away? Neither would I. And guys, I did not spot him. No. This no. at all. I this, did not. We're we're coming out of the gates, baby. Brain. Okay, so that would make it your turn, Matt? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Uh, a, do, you want, do you want to say out loud that he is losing, or do you want to uh, just... I'll give you that. No, I'm I, saying if somebody... exactly right. You know what? We are going to keep track here. I said he was keeping of track. the name, but not yeah, all, all of the names. I've got three. He's got a half. Right now. Well, well, I didn't even get a bonus out of that. So, how's that fair? So, we're going to say at one point it's one to one. Okay. Just because that, for not really caring that much about the movie to get that that's, close. That's pretty good. That's, that's good. pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. good. Okay. I mean, did you want to ask how many miles were on it? Do you want to do that? I can do that. You want to ask about the mileage? How many miles, Matt? There well, was... wait a minute. It was my question, though, wasn't it? Well, you know, this doesn't count as points, but I'm curious to see oh, if you, okay. you know this. There was 126. Miles, uh, and halfway between the three and the four when they left. Okay, when they came back, it was three hundred one point seven. 
Just throwing it out there. Wow. But when they got to the house, it was actually 316, which says that they're 15 miles outside of downtown. But I'm just, I digress. I digress. Wow, look at you. Very huh? good. I'm just I'm so proud of you. I wonder, yes, I, prepared I wonder for how much, I wonder how many miles of guys that, that took the car from the garage put on it. Well, they were out joyriding. Yeah, 173. Yeah, you have to subtract. We'll you have to subtract three or one from 126. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's okay, fun. so that would be back to you, Matt, right? Okay, yes. Okay. Yes. When we first saw the Ferrari, and also um, this song was playing, and it also played at the end of the movie when Mr. Rooney's walking down the sidewalk going to the bus. What was song was playing and who was the artist? You mean the and song, who was listening to it in their Wrangler? <coughs> the song that I played really today is? for Mike because I picked him up was "Oh Yeah" by Yellow. Hello, come that's, on, baby. that's right. Come on, baby. That come is. on, baby. As dumb as he was on Fast Times, he is that smart on Ferris. No, I was pretty good on Fast Times. You were pretty good, yeah. I was good on Fast Times. I was dumb on... Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. You got me. Okay, so, Mike, back to you. Speaking of songs from the movie, when Ferris kisses Sloane at the end of the movie before he runs home, what song is playing and who is the artist? Wait a minute. When he kisses, he kisses Sloan, I obviously remember yeah. kisses he's Sloan. She telling, tells he's, him she loves him. He jumps over the fence, tells him he loves I'm her. I'm going to marry him. Yeah. yeah, and then he stops to meet two girls along the way. But yeah, play has got to play. I cannot remember. Uh, Pass. <laughs> wow, yeah. man, here's your chance to to go to go up. Oh man, I can't steal that one. I can't steal that one. The song is Edge of Forever by Dream Academy. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Remember the scene well. Got the scene. Don't know the song. That's good. Okay. We've got a couple more music questions here. Oh, oh see, boy. This dude I'm looking music. for all these yeah. things as I'm watching the movie, and he's oh, dropping no. music. That, that, that stuff's going to come, too. All right, all right. Let's go. Okay, because there's 15 total questions. Okay, okay. Some of them are sub-questions. Okay, okay. Okay. At the very beginning of the movie, when Ferris fakes sick, yes. he says, they bought it. Yeah. And then we see a commercial for MTV, <clears> and then <throat> Ferris says, incredible, one of the... Worst performances of my career, and they never doubted it for a second. What song was playing? Who's the artist? Oh man, I I I I don't got that. Song. I I will concede this is a harder one. I know this one just yeah. because I'm a nerd. Yeah, but I got I got nothing on the song. I got nothing on the song. Mike, Michael, if you if, if, if you get this one, I'll be yeah, freaking simple amazed. Simple minds, no idea. Now, if if. Either one of you got this, I would have been stunned. Okay. It is Love Missile F111 by Sig Sig Sputnik. <laughs> what the heck? That was yes. in the rotation. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that would make it Mike's turn. Yes. Mike, okay. Mm-hmm. okay, so think of the parade scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are two songs that Ferris Lip syncs to. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are the songs? Who are the artists? Okay, Donka Shane. 
And uh, <laughs> Twist and Shout, obviously, the Beatles. Donka Jane is uh, Wayne Newton. You got it. That is correct. Daggone it. It's absolutely correct. Can I you am sing impressed. it for you? <clears throat> no, Donka we don't. Donka Jane. Oh. Darling. Donka Jane. Join it, Matt. <laughs> no, no. You, you just go, no, man. That's good. For all the joy and pain. <laughs> it's your shows. Oh. Second uh, balcony. Oh. That's great. You that's... tore your dress. What, what a mess. mess. <laughs> I confess. That's not all. <laughs> We're here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's Okay, good so that would be... Bonus for the song. That's right. I'll give you So, Matt. Yep. It's two to two. Okay. Who did Ferris try to impersonate at the fancy French restaurant? Uh, Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. <laughs> that is correct. Hello, may I help you? Hi, I'm Abe Froman. Party of three for 12. Is there a problem? You're Abe Froman. That's right. I'm Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. Yeah, that's me. Listen, young man. Entre nous, I'm very busy here. Why don't you take the kids and go back to the clubhouse? Are you suggesting that I'm not who I say I am? Yes. Matt is up three to two. Let's do it. Very All nice. right. Mike, what was the name of the fancy restaurant that our gang went to for lunch? Chez Louis. No. What did Sorry, you... I didn't mean to say no so loud. Wait, is we... it my pronunciation? Nope. It could You're be. You're correct. So what did you say? Chez Louis. Okay. Matt? The correct answer is Shay Keys. It looked like an L to me on as the in, I, As in the I'm pizza so... joint called Shakey's. It's a play on words. But the fact is, it was a pun that was created by John Hughes to make it say Shakey's like the pizza joint. And now a word from our sponsors. We came to Shakey's for this terrific offer. A family-sized pepperoni pizza on original thin crust, only $6.99. That's fantastic. But we got even more. Shakey's added a lot of great atmosphere to their atmosphere. Of course, the best thing about Shakey's is their pizza. And for a limited time, a family-sized pepperoni pizza is only $6.99 at Shakey's. Right, only $6.99. Shakey's, their best just got better. Mm. It the sign like says Louis. <laughs> L-U-I-S. No, it's a Q. It's a Q. It yeah. looks like a no. Uh, well, where I went to school, that was an L. Okay. <laughs> you also got voted best dressed. So yes, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's one for you. Uh, whose turn is it now? It's got to be. It's the Okay. So before Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Matthew Broderick and Alan Ruck, who played Ferris and Cameron, appear in which Broadway play together? So this is not a Ferris trivia question, but more of the actors. Oh, man, I know this because I, I, I know this. And I don't remember right now. I don't remember right now. Okay. Mike, got anything? Yeah, because he did the movie later. Now I'm drawing an absolute blank on it. He did do the movie oh, later, yeah. In 1988. Goodness. Biloxi Blues. That's correct. Daggone it. So right. Mike takes the lead. Daggone it. Four to three. lead. He's got That's a couple so partial funny. answers. So. Okay. So now it's Mike's turn, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Again, not having to do with the actual movie, but in 1990 there was a TV show based on the movie. Now you have to have the entire question correct. Who played Jeannie Bueller and who played Sloane Peterson? Jennifer Aniston. I have no idea who played Sloane. Okay. I get a half point. <laughs> I get another half point. I can't steal that. I don't know. Okay. So Amy Dolenz played the. Part of Sloan. 
idea who is Amy Dolenz's famous father? Mr. Dolenz. I think it's Mr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mickey Dolenz, vocalist and drummer for the Monkees. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at that. Hey, would you sing a monkey song for us? See that? I could. I'm going to buy um, me a dog. A dog? Why? Why? Because I need a friend now. Yeah, yeah. Bob, Bob, Shabbat, Bob, Bob, I'm going to buy me a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. Boom! Wow. See that? We actually toured one summer. Did you? Summer yeah, of 86. We sang a little, I'm going to buy me that and a little bar soap. It's good stuff. <laughs> so what happened was, that that is a monkey song. Yes. And uh, let's hear just a little bit of that, shall we? I'm going to buy me a dog. A dog. A dog. Why? Because I need a friend now. Babe, you need all the friends you can get. I'm telling you. I'm going to Okay, so Matt and I did this like at a church camp, yeah. and we did it for our youth group. Mm-hmm. And then we had this thing like we go down Southern Ohio and have like this <coughs> hog roast. Mm-hmm. Our entire church would drive like 100 miles to our pastor's property to hear us sing. To hear us sing. Well, who, no, yeah. who wouldn't? Yeah, <laughs> no, I think this was at a big park or something. Yeah, I think so. yeah. Um, you and me and Ron Ramey rode up together. Yeah, I yes. So. so we're there and. Um, we got up there and somebody had told somebody and they said, you know, we want you guys to do this song. So, of course, I've got the tape in my car. Mm-hmm. So we put the song on we're lip syncing and, you know, the, the, they're not trying to sound good. No. So, and we had done this so many times that we know. very convincing. Yeah. So this lady comes up, Lori West comes up and goes, I did not know you guys could sing. <laughs> yeah. she's, a, she, she's like the mother of one yeah. of our friends, yeah. and 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 she says that, and we're like, we didn't didn't yeah. break character at all. Well, thank you. <laughs> didn't know it could either. So Lori, there it is. That wasn't really us. I was. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. All right, let's see Matt's here. So yeah, got? it's Matt's question. Um, what was the name of Ferris's high school? Sherman. No. No, wait. it's not Shermer High School. Either. It's not that Shermer. was a Breakfast Club. But but Shermer was a was a high school in Breakfast Club. Uh, Sixteen. It was like four four of his movies. No, Breakfast Club and Weird Science. I don't know if the, there was four. I don't know if we got a name in um, Sixteen Candles or not. I thought there. Yeah, I thought said there was. They, they used Shermer for all of them, so I assumed it was this one. Okay, so if it's not Shermer, hmm, probably won't get it. Probably not. Oh, okay, yeah. Mike. Mm, Joliet High School. I have no idea. Okay. No, uh, it's actually Glenbrook North High School, Glenbrook. which is the high school that John Hughes went okay. to. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So it is four to three. Mike actually has the lead. Uh oh. How'd that happen? I don't know. Yeah. Soft, soft judge. What was the name of the principal who played Ferris Nemesis in the movie? Uh, Rooney, Ed Rooney. That's correct. Can be a softball there. That was a softball. Well, here, here's another softball for you. What was Mr. Rooney's secretary's name? Grace. 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 Look, I can give you every assurance, Mr. Rooney, that Ferris is home and he is very ill. In fact, I debated whether or not I should even leave him. Right. So, which is how Matt's daughter got her name. There was he a principal or was he the dean of students? He was the dean of students. Well, I thought he was a principal. Matt or Mike? It's Mike. It's Mike. Yes. yes. What kind of car did Jeannie Bueller drive? 
Oh, Fierro, Pontiac Fierro. Nice. That is correct. Nice. That was very sweet good. ride it there. Is six to four. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I, I didn't get none for uh, Grace. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> six to five. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Matt. All right. It's almost like he wants you to lose. I know. No, no, like this will tie it up. Okay. Okay. But you did go first. So I have the hammer. So when Jeannie was hauled away to the police station, mm-hmm. who was the actor that she ended up making out with? And what was he in for? Um, this is worth two points, by the way. Yes. You have to answer both. Uh, his name's Char- uh, well, it, it was played by Charlie Sheen. Yep. Uh, Which we was... didn't get his name, so it's Charlie Sheen. Yeah, but but the, there's a backstory of his name. Did you hear that? Um, it was his name was supposed to be. Oh, what's the first name? Something in, in the movie it says uh, guy in guy boy, in, in boy the place that boy please Charshine. He was in for drugs, uh, but the backstory. That's correct. Drugs. Thank you. No, I'm straight. I meant, are you in here for drugs? Why are you here? Drugs. I don't know why I'm here. Why don't you go home? Why don't you put your thumb up your butt? <clears throat> the backstory, though, was they they was going to uh, expand his character. It's going to be one of Ferris's friends from the eighth grade that he's known to kind of went away. And then actually they, they were moving back. His last name was going to be like vulgar. The, the house that she was showing from the people from the, another state was his family. Oh. And he was he was the, the troubled son. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was so good for Cameron because when they were such good friends growing up, he went the drug route and Ferris went the good route. And so he felt like he let this guy down. And so that's why he's so good to Cameron. He don't want to let down no more friends. Uh-huh. A little backstory trivia for you. Yeah, yeah, just a little extra there. Little so with that, you win seven to six. There it is. Oh, you got extra questions. Hammer got dropped, bro. Hammer got dropped, bro. <laughs> we ran out of questions. That's it. That's... Uh, we did. That's fifteen. There it is. I win. You guys missed two. Oh. Boom. And Suck who it. has an odd number of questions? Suck for two it. <laughs> well, you have to have an yeah. even number could possibly be even, so you wouldn't See? have a tie. <laughs> See? Hey. Oh, my goodness. So, Matt gets his revenge. Suck it. Hollow victory. Sorry. Very hollow. <laughs> Next question. Matt. I'll take it. <laughs> I could ask a bunch of music questions. That That's where be... you killed us on the music. Yeah. If you just stuck, stuck to just the movie, man, I, would have owned, I owned it. I owned wow. it. I felt pretty solid about it. Let me give you some questions. You know what? Let me turn the tables on you, Mr. I'm wearing a a Save Ferris t-shirt right now. Let me give you a couple. Don't sing it. Bring it. Okay. Um, Name five things in Ferris's room. Uh, Let's see. He had uh, had his stereo. He had his computer. He had the outfit that he wore to go pick up Sloan on a mannequin in the corner. Mm -hmm. He had a Brian Ferry poster. And he had another mannequin, which he used later on in the movie. And he also had a baseball and a glove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had all that stuff. That's okay. at least Actually, he didn't things. have the baseball. He got the baseball when he did the Cubs Oh, game. that's true. That's true. But it was in his room. You didn't say yeah. before or after. Good it was point. in his room. Okay. okay. Uh, let's see. What other true? Okay, so what did, what did Jeannie say her name was? I when was she, expecting that to be when she would talk to uh, Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Shauna, Shauna, Shauna Jean. And what did what did he? What was his response? What what, what did he say? It was what's your name? 
What was her answer? Um, she said her name was Jeannie. And then... She said, my name is Jeannie. People call me Jeannie, but it's actually Sean and Jean. Now, some people call me. She says, my name is Jeannie, but my friends call me Shauna. And he goes, okay, Jeannie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, let me give you a... How many uh, costume changes did Ferris have? Uh, he had at least... Gosh, he had three of them just before him and Cameron even left the house. I believe it was nine, but I... Yeah, yeah. there was a lot. I'm pretty sure I heard that it was nine. So well, we'll what, go with that. Let, let's, let's go to the writing on the screen. Very, very progressive in 1986 to have a movie, kind of that first part. He's talking to the... Talking to the folks in the movie theater, oh, yeah. and he's talking. What, what what is he talking about? And what did he say? He gave some steps. He was talking about their tips to faking out the parents. Okay, um, and that was actually put in the movie because. after it was done because John Hughes felt felt it kind of needed something. For yeah, just him sitting there saying things was okay. Actually, seeing them written and listed would be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, one was. Um, Lick the palms. It's a little childish. Is, is it? Is it's that, like number four, maybe. Okay. Four or five. Uh, let's see. Uh, moaning and wailing. Okay. Was one of them. Um, fake a fever. Don't fake a fever. Don't. Yeah. yeah I, I, once you get in, you up in yes, a doctor's yes, office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, jeez, I'm trying to think. Hmm. It actually, it says how to fake the parents. Uh, it, first one is clammy hands. Yeah. Number two is people like to say phony fever, but that leads to the office, so they scratch that off. And it goes to basically how to have the claim of hands. Yeah. Number one, fake a stomach cramp. Number two, when you're bent over, bent over, moan and wail while you're down, lick, lick your, your palms. palms. Yeah. Yes. It's good stuff right there. Yeah, it's good. Good cool. helpful tip. The key to faking out the parents is the clammy hands. It's a good non specific symptom. I'm a big believer in it. A lot of people will tell you that a good phony fever is a deadlock, but uh, you get a nervous mother, you could wind up in a doctor's office. That's worse than school. You fake a stomach cramp, and when you're bent over, moaning and wailing, you lick your palms. It's a little childish and stupid, but then so is high school. Uh, let's go to, okay, name what Ferris, what did Ferris do on his day off? Don't get, just give me the places he went and in the order that he went to. In the order? Yes. Oof. They, they got, they, they. Well, they picked up Sloan from school. Okay. Well, no, first he went to Cameron's house. Well, let's start with all then three together. Start, they starts drive, at home, yeah. goes to Cameron's house, uh, go picks up Sloan from school. Okay. And then they head downtown. Okay, what did they do? So, first he went to the parking garage. Yeah. To drop off the car. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Really specific. Yeah. And they went to the art museum. Not first. No. Not first. No. Was lunch first? No. Nope. Sears Tower. Sears Tower. Sears Tower's first? Sears Tower's okay. first. Gotcha. And then the art museum. Cubs game. Cubs game. Cubs game? That was before lunch? No, they went they, to lunch. lunch. They, they went to lunch, lunch and then the Cubs game. Then the Cubs game. game. After yeah. the Cubs then game. Then the art museum. Art museum. Then the parade. I think it was the art institute. Then the parade. Art, art, art institute, institute of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. I saw I saw that picture Cameron was fixated on. Uh, you, you missed one. They, they did, well, probably did something he did at Sears Tower. What did they do at Sears Tower? They were watching something happen. 
Um, I'll give you a hint. Oh yeah, Cameron. Oh the the stock exchange. Yeah, stock Nasdaq. exchange. Yeah. They're walking a little, watching the guys on the floor do the stock yeah. exchange. <laughs> Cameron was kind of doing the curly. Yeah, yeah. yeah very good. Uh, let's see if I can stomp you on. Is anything else here? Um, there's just so many, so many things, there are a lot. so many things. You got? It looks like you got a question. Or no, 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 no. I got no questions. Right. I just answer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's what they did. Okay, where, what's the um, what is the Star Wars tie-in? Uh, the Star Wars tie-in is when the dudes took the Ferrari, they drove it, and they they kind of caught some air up on the hill, mm-hmm. and Star Wars the Star Wars themes playing while they're in the air. Very good. Yeah. What's the James Bond tie-in? Uh, when um, when he first gets into the Ferrari, he's got the suit on. Bueller, well, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, he says yeah. Bueller. Yeah. Ferris Bueller, very good. Look at you. You studied so hard. You want to share all I'm your a, knowledge. If I with learned this. it, I want to share it. <laughs> so right. I, I, I want. You never, to you never know what's going to be asked on you know the King of Trivia questions. So there. you got you got to be ready for for all that stuff. Um, let's see. We got the car. We got her. Car's a good one. There's a bunch of goodies there. Okay, so let's just kind of go beyond the movie. What? Tell me about that car. Did they really destroy this Ferrari? Uh, no, they couldn't afford it. They put a fiberglass Ferrari-looking body on an MG motor. Yeah, three of them. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. Even still, I wouldn't mind having a replica like that. Absolutely. It'd be nice. Looks sweet. So so this was high schoolers. Um, uh, Ferris and Cameron were, were seniors. Sloan was a junior. Uh, what were their ages in real life? Uh, Sloan was 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's only 18. Uh, I bunch. think Ferris was like 23. And, and Cameron was yeah. 29. He was 24. And Cameron was 20 freaking 9. Yeah, he was old. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to that's think amazing. he was 29 years old yeah. filming this movie? That's that's surreal to me. But you see that a lot with, like like in Greece. Remember John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John were supposed to be these high school kids, but they're like 30s. Yeah, Mia Sarah would talk about how she just didn't quite felt like she fit in off screen. Right. It was such an age difference. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yep. Let's talk about his uh, illness. Oh, what would they eat at um, Shakey's? Um, Prostate. Nope. Close. <laughs> it was close. Something like that. They, I yeah. don't remember. Because we because we ate pancreas. Pancreas. Oh, right. <laughs> we ate you said prostate. <laughs> they ate a prostate. Oh, oh. my gosh. Hmm. Okay. Well, that reminds you to get your exam here sometimes. Yeah, there it That's is. Right. Yeah, we're in our fifties. If you're yes. listening to this podcast, get checked it. Yes. Not so bad. Actually, yeah. it's a great date. My wife and I went and did it together. So, oh. uh, so wow. you had to have separate toilets leading <laughs> up, right? <laughs> yes. Because yeah. that oh, liquid man, that was, yes, we did. Couples massage. That's just like you're yep. just. Yep, that was it's it. just waterfalls date, for after a while. Date night. Okay. Uh, what, else you got? what else you got? So now we're gonna we're gonna go do a little script reading. Oh, okay. So okay. these guys have not seen the script prior. Uh-huh. Not. No. So, um, <clears throat> Mike, you are going to play the part of Mr. Rooney. Okay. I'll go ahead and be the secretary. Well, you, you be. Well, Unless you, you want me to be Cameron. You, you do Cameron you because I. You do your Ted Knight voice as Cameron. You, did, you just did Cameron. You did okay. it so well. Right, you were so, destined so to play you, that So part. you got to be the secretary. I'll be the secretary. And you could be Ferris, too. Secretary Ferris, and you're Rooney. Mr. Rooney. Okay. Okay. 
I got to think about his voice. You know, I'm yeah, so on. accurate kind when little, I do a, these. A little nasally. He's a little yeah. nasally. Yeah, hold on. Let me, uh, who am I? I'm... You're the secretary in Ferris. Okay. You ready, kid? Because it's going to be tough to top the last one we that had. That will be so. tough. It'll yeah. be very tough. Okay. You playing a little intro music or anything on this one? Or are you just going? going yeah, going? we'll do some lead-in music. <laughs> okay. Okay. Dead grandmother. He's actually holding his nose. <laughs> he, he's holding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm secretary. Okay. Uh, yes, that's what he said. That's what Mr. Peterson said. I had Florence Sparrow notify Sloan. Poor little lamb. Who's that girl going out with? It, it's so hard to tell these days. I do see her with Ferris Bueller quite a bit. Could you get me Mr. Peterson's daytime number, please? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, on the phone. Ed Rooney's office. Yeah, this is George Peterson. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Oh my goodness. That's so I good. couldn't do Ted Knight there. Yeah, Sorry. either way. Either way. Uh, oh, oh yeah, my, 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 my line. Uh, uh, please, please hold. It's, it's Mr. Peterson. Do you still want me to give you this daytime number? Ed Rooney. Ed, this is George Peterson. <laughs> How are you today, sir? Well, we've had a, bad, a bit of bad luck this morning, as you may have heard. <laughs> Where am I? Yeah, oh, there I have heard. Yeah, I heard. Uh, gosh, I'm all broken up. Boy, what a... It's been a tough morning, and we have a lot of family business to take care of, so if you wouldn't mind excusing Sloan... Huh? Oh, sure. I'd be happy to. You just produce a corpse, and I'll release Sloan. <laughs> I want to see the dead grand grandmother firsthand. It's all right, Grace. It's Ferris Bueller, the little twerp. I'm going to set a trap and let him walk right into it. Ed, I'm sorry. Did you say you wanted to see a body? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just roller bones on over here, and I'll dig up your daughter. Oh, that's school policy. <laughs> was this your mother? No, it was my wife's mother. Uh, Ed Rooney's office. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, this is Ferris Bueller. May I speak with Mr. Rooney, please? Uh, ho hold on one minute. <laughs> I gotta read through. I'll tell you what, you dip something. <laughs> you don't like my policies? You could just come on down here and smooch my big white old butt. Pucker up, buttercup. What? It's, it's Ferris Bueller. He's online, too. Uh, yeah, hi, Mr. Rooney. Yeah, sorry to disturb you, and sorry to disturb you at work today. I'm not feeling very good, and I was just kind of wondering if it would be possible if you, my sister could bring home my work for my assignments uh, from classes that I, that I need. Have a nice day. Uh, Mr. Peterson, I think I owe you an apology, sir. Well, I should say you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should come... Be sorry for crap's sake. <laughs> a family member dies and you insult me. What the heck is the matter with you anyway? I really don't know, sir. I uh, uh, thought I was talking to someone else. You have to know, sir, that I would never deliberately insult you like that. <laughs> I can't begin to tell you how embarrassed I am. Pardon my French, but you're an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> 
And scene. There it is. That was good stuff. Dude, your Cameron voice was worth it all right there. I knew you were destined to play that role. When you <laughs> oh. said we were going to do one, I'm like, we got to do that scene. And oh, that's that's perfect. So that I'll, I'll give you just a little bit of uh, if Ted Knight was doing that part there. Oh, oh sure, I'd be happy to. <laughs> <laughs> that that was Rooney. Okay, here's Rooney doing Ted. Here's Ted Knight doing Rooney. <laughs> you just produce a corpse and I'll release Sloan. I want to see this gred de- dead grandmother firsthand. <laughs> All right, there it is. There's yeah. never enough Ted Knight. Oh, never, so ever, ever. That was good stuff. So we love the movie. We do. It's okay. It's okay. So the the soundtrack is one of the things to me that that was one of my favorite things. And it's because, uh, oh man, we have not been recording. Kidding, kidding. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, got him. Um, (laughs) Just like, you son of a... How could you do that? So uh, when when they put the the soundtrack together, um, John Hughes handpicked the music himself. He wanted something, he wanted music that, uh, for one, probably didn't cost a lot of money. So, and another one, songs kids weren't familiar with. So they would see the movie and then become familiar with the, uh, with the soundtrack itself. We heard people on here like, we mentioned Sig Sig Sputnik and Dream Academy. We also got Wayne Newton, The Beatles, uh, Yellow, The Flower Pot Men, Zap. Wow. And one of my... Uh, it's one of my favorite, but a band I really liked a lot in the 80s was Big Audio Dynamite, which was an offshoot of The Clash. So lots of, of cool music there, and he used it very well throughout the movie, too. Not to mention just the little musical blurbs throughout as well. He just has a way, like the whole when, when Jeannie says what her name is. Mm-hmm. They had his little background singer saying, Donna, Donna, Donna. Yeah, 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 Jean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very cool. So, uh, did you guys uh, see this in a movie theater? Oh, absolutely, yeah. No. No. <laughs> I wow. did. I took a date there. Did you? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, I was, at this point, a big fan of Breakfast Club, which was a, mm-hmm. a year earlier, and knew this was the same guy. I hadn't seen uh, 16 Candles yet. I didn't see 16 Candles until after Ferris Bueller's Day, so I didn't see him in mm-hmm. order. And um, uh, I was just, you know, thinking this is going to be a very cool movie. I, I did not walk away disappointed. I cracked up. I think I liked it more than she did. Oh, yeah. But it was a... We went to Pizza Hut afterwards. There it that. is. Yeah. Back, back, back the, when Pizza Hut was good. Back to the soundtrack. They actually didn't release a soundtrack until like 2016 of the movie. Correct. Because yeah. you, you just never thought people would want to actually buy that compilation of music. Of bands that nobody knew. Yeah. That yeah. were so diverse and... You know, yeah, that's a good fact. Yeah. Now I, I knew it was later, but I didn't realize it was that much later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. he said none of the none of the songs really went consistently thread together for the movie. He thought he just didn't feel like paired yeah. up very well. Which I, I would disagree. I love that because I hear the songs now. <clears throat> I think of the scenes in the movie that took place during those things, and then like while watching the movie the first time, I just thought, man, this this because I was like listening to that kind of music then. I'm like. This is just really, this is really cool. Like yeah. Just the you know, music that, you know, you don't, I'd never heard any any of the songs prior to the movie, so it was really cool. And then the, the commercial soundtrack uh, missed about five or six songs that were in the movie, too. I don't mm-hmm. know 
why they didn't make it, uh, copyrights or bands like I'm withholding my music for some weird reason because I'm a entitled artist. I don't know why, um, but it was I liked it a lot. Lots of you mentioned lots of wardrobe changes. Um, so did you have any of the Ferris Bueller look at all? I know Matt did. Yeah, I rock well Ferris. Mm, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I mean the, the swimming shorts with the like the the flowery kind of crazy. I, I, I dug that stuff. I yeah. had shorts very similar. I remember we both had the sunglasses. Oh yeah, we, oh, yeah. When, when that movie came out, we had the sunglasses just like that. Yeah, That's, very sweet. And I, I did the beret because I saw it on him. And I thought mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. the, my, the never, smartest choice I've made in my life. But I, <laughs> I did that. I never I did the see ver- you wear a beret again. Mm-hmm. I, that I, would be. I never did wear the beret. You didn't do the beret, right? But I did. Um, I I did uh, like his vest. That oh vest yeah. He wore. Cheetah print, light yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. It was a cool look. Very cool look. Very. He he pulled casual off very well. Casual cool. He was straight casual yeah. cool. Yeah. So we mentioned three beautiful women, girls in the movie. So Mia Sarah, uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Grey, who mm-hmm. played his sister, and remember Simone Adamsley. Yes. Bueller. Bueller? Um, he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. Thank you, Simone. No problem whatsoever. Christy Swanson. Yes, yes. She was actually supposed to originally have the part where the girl at school talks on the phone. Mm -hmm. And they ended up filming it. She wasn't. I don't remember whether they were filming at that time, but if it was in Chicago, she wasn't there yet, so they right. had somebody else do that part. So he rewrote and created this other part for her. So yeah. yeah, he liked her, so he got she got to be in the classroom with Ben Stein, who everybody loved on the set. Oh yeah, because he was so. And the way John Hughes tells it, he said, you know, or maybe it was maybe it was Ben Stein that said, "Me and John Hughes are the only Republicans in Hollywood." Right. right. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of and, neat. and all his stuff wasn't scripted. The only thing is scripted that. Ben Stein said was the Bueller. roll call. Yeah. The roll call. Yeah, originally he wasn't even supposed to be on screen. And so they asked him to just, you know, get up there and talk about whatever. You know, so he's, voodoo economics. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about the Great Depression and they gave him a round of applause and he thought everybody actually enjoyed his speech and it wasn't that. It was the performance. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was uh that was hilarious. Uh I mean and that and that was iconic. The, the the four calls of Bueller, the Bueller, Bueller, yeah. that, that became legendary. That's, you know. The man made a career, basically. I mean, that launched him. I mean, obviously, scene. he was a political writer for uh, Ford and for Nixon. Yep. But uh, as far that as an actor, that right. really launched him and gave him a lot of small roles, a lot of commercials. In his own game show. Yeah, he did have his own. Win Ben Stein's money yeah. was yeah. a game show, yeah. He said he was... Uh, he was six degrees from from John Hughes, and the first step he had was Richard Nixon. Yeah. It was like Richard Nixon knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew John Hughes. That's how they got together. It's just funny that Ben Stein's first step towards John Hughes was Richard Nixon. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I like that scene. Uh, and um, so, so some of the couples that came out of that movie, which I thought was interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, Matthew Broderick and Jennifer Grey got together and even got engaged. Mm-hmm. And they were together for um, a couple of years, I believe, they yeah. said. Well, they were actually 
secretly dating while the movie was being filmed, mm-hmm. but they had to keep it on the down low. Just, you know, they didn't want yeah. all the drama that could have happened. I had forgotten happen. about what they experienced. They had, the, they had a accident. car wreck. Like yeah. it, they were somewhere in Europe. Yeah. And like a mother and daughter had died. Yeah, it's and terrible. I think it. I I think that had something to do with like them just kind of the end of them. fading away as a couple. There was so, another couple that came out of the movie. Yes, there was. Do you know who it is? No the mother and father got the together. Mother and father, That's yes, right. They did. They actually got married and were married for a few years. Had yeah. a couple kids together. And, yeah. Let's get out of here. Named him, I wonder if they named him Jeannie and Ferris. That would be <laughs> awesome if they did. If, if they, they did, they missed something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they did, and they missed an opportunity so, for sure. So here's some interesting stuff here. There were some other people that were considered for those roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Matt, do you know uh, who the people were? And I think we talked about this once when mm-hmm. we were doing our John Hughes thing. But uh, lay it on us. Who who was who was uh, considered for Ferris's role? For Ferris, uh, it, it was basically. The who's who of of the eighties, all the boys. I mean, that age group, yes. John, the Cusack. Yeah. Um, there was like there was five or six of them. Um, I know Cusack was the, his. He was like the second other one. number one choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rob Lowe. Rob, Rob Lowe. Tom Cruise was even. Uh-huh. Uh, Michael J. Fox. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was. Could yeah. you? I can't imagine Jim Carrey being Ferris Bueller. No. Yeah. No, not at all. Robert Downey Jr. was one. Yeah. I think he could have. Done I, that. Could I, could him, him. I could see him. I could see him doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I just think if that could have been his first big role, because he was always like the sidekick. Yeah. Or you know, just another player in a movie, and the movies he starred in never really went anywhere. Imagine if he would have got the Ferris Bueller role. Right. I so. could see like Justin Bateman, but I think he was probably too young at that point. I think to play he a was high school senior, but it's a role. Yeah. I think he could have played. Yeah, he could have. Yeah. Michael they would have made, Fox. If they would have made a movie about four or five years later, I think he probably would have done it. Michael right J. Now. Fox had that yep. that image. Um, and, and that image is, is what, what sold him on Matthew Broderick, is that clean, wholesome. Mm-hmm. They said they was going to do a scene where, in the beginning, where he was getting money to fund his day off, and he was going to cash in some more, some, almost basically steal some war bonds from his, mm-hmm. his mom and dad. But they... they, they but they deleted that because they didn't want people to think of him as being as a conniving, thieving. Yeah. They, they they like that wholesome, uh, everyday. They want kid. to keep him lovable, right? And right. A, a kid that that would 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 break some rules, but not to hurt somebody else. Right. Right. Yeah. So who who did you who do you know that was trying to be Cameron? Uh, I know that um, Emilio Estevez and Michael. Anthony Michael Hall both turned the role down. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So Michael Anthony Hall didn't want to be typecast. So him playing Cameron would have worked. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He would have been a great one, I think. But I, you think looking back now, he's like, you know, that's one role I probably should have done. Yeah, I think yeah. he should have taken that one. But I can't see Emilio Estevez no, as Cameron. Uh, maybe as Ferris, but not Cameron. Yeah. But even still, I don't think... I, I think he would have been last on my list of these guys here. Like, you know, Rob Lowe, I think he could have done it pretty right. well. I would say him, Robert Downey Jr., Michael J. Fox all would have done a pretty good job. Mm, Rob right. Lowe might have just been too old at that point. About uh, 84 when they filmed it? Uh, they No, they filmed it in 85 right. because that Cubs game was April 8th, 1985. Yeah. 
Which I was ready in case you sprung that on. <laughs> right. Who are they ready. playing? Who are they playing? The Braves. Play the Braves. That's right. Even yeah. it looked like the Royals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even the powder, powder blue blues, uniforms. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, Dale Murphy and Bob Horner in the superstition days back yeah. then. Yeah. I remember those guys. Bob Horner, Dusty Rhodes, one and the same. I think they were one and <laughs> the same. Or or Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. Could yeah. have uh, kind of him and Bob Horner looked like too. Uh, what about Sloan? There was one other person that was really campaigning Close. for that one, but John Hughes said, you know the role, you're too big for the role. Oh, uh, Molly Ringwald. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think she would have been okay. Now, I know you're a big fan of Molly. I, I kind of like Molly. Okay, Molly Ringwald but, but or, or the, Mia Sarah? But I, I, I mean, oh, I, I think if those two are there, I mean, I'm, I mean, I think, I think Mia's beautiful. I think oh, she's yeah. more naturally, she's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but I think that I, I think he's right because normally she, when she's in a movie, she even though like in Breakfast Club she ain't the focus, mm-hmm. she's kind of yeah. she's kind of focused. I mean she right. she's in there, and and Sloane's not got a huge role. She's there, yeah, and she's involved. She did what she needed to do. She she uh, carried right. herself in such a way they wanted her to to be act, to be more mature than the boys. I, I think he was she probably was. being nice to her by saying that to her, like you know. This role is not big enough for you, but because I mean, I think what he liked in, in Sloan or, or Mia is that she's. They said she was elegant for being eighteen year old. They couldn't believe she was eight. As yeah, they thought she was like twenty six. Yeah. So I, I think I do think he he did say that the role was too. I think he meant it. Yeah. Just because Molly Ringwald was like the main female actress of that age she's group the 80 at face. that time. Yeah. Yes. Now I think um, I think Demi Moore could have. Played mm-hmm. Sloane's part. Oh yeah, she, for she sure. would have been, but I think she's probably too tall to be play Ferris. So what 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 did um, she do after Ferris Bueller? Mia Sarah mm-hmm. went to college. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know she was in another movie like Willow or something like that. But but she didn't like much. She didn't. No, she no. Out, she really she, just didn't seem to love the acting business. That just yeah. wasn't her passion. Kind of like Phoebe Cates. After a while, she's like, oh, I'm going to get married to Kevin Klein and have kids. There it is. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. Good stuff. Um, so, fashion trends, we talked about that already. Mm-hmm. Uh, how lots of guys tried to adopt that Ferris Bueller look. Yes, they did. Nope. Snowball, yes, you did, did too. I did not. I, th- I think you lie. I I'm think sorry. You lie too. I never had a leopard vest, didn't wear dress pants around. Just wasn't. On my look, wow. I'd wear a Gordy Howe jersey like Cameron. But, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Oh, that was one of the trivia questions I was going to ask. Who was on Cameron's jersey and what team did he play for? Gordy Howe, Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> and he said that it was interesting because they sucked that year. That They sucked during that time. Yeah. And they said they liked the fact that he was kind of a constant loser. And even <laughs> the people he likes were losers. <laughs> <laughs> even his sports teams yeah, were even bad. Even his sports teams were bad. Gosh, so he would have been like a, maybe a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan back then. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, the Cubs. Cubs. Cubs were bad back yeah, then. Cubs. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe, were they? Because I know Ryan Sandberg played for them in those yeah, days. Cup and years were and so I know they had some so bad rough. years, but then they were like, I think they made like the playoffs one year, maybe mid-80s, 85, 86-ish, mm. maybe 86, I don't know. I, I can't even pretend to remember all that, but they never won a World Series for a few years. So, um, okay. Um, 
that that's kind of what I have. I just want to kind of discuss your feelings on the movie. Yeah, I think one of the things I like about this movie, and the way this movie to me separates itself from other '80s movies, is that it talked directly to the camera. Yeah, the monologue I, I thought was very cool. That is so. Yeah. It was it, to me. There may have been others. That was like the first that did it. Yeah. I mean, John Cusack did it in, in a lot of his movies, even later on, like High Fidelity and whatnot. Yeah. But 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 to me, this is where it started. Yeah. And it was so cool the way he did it. Like like now, like you know, shows like you know The Office and or say and by the Parks bell, Zach Morris, Zach Morris kind of stole. I think Zach was kind of like that. I think when they're casting the role of Zach, they probably told uh, watch this movie, Mark Paul Golasar, yeah. like. We want you to be like a Ferris Bueller type character, right? Right. Got it. And he kind of was. You yeah. Know? He's charming. So I, and... I, I thought that was that was the thing that separates this movie and puts it on an '80s Mount Rushmore because it's so different than all. It's not just a movie about some events. It was different. It was it was in a sense educational. And, and what's 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 the phrase? What's the phrase of the movie? The, the, what's the life Slow lesson? Down. Whatever. Stop. Because life goes by really pretty fast. fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you, you might miss it. That, I paraphrased. That is <laughs> that. That's the moral. Uh, that's one of the movies that actually has. It can be summed up. It has like a, a motto. That's the theme of the movie. And that's a good thing. Uh, Do you it, know it originally had? He was going to have a different line there. It was originally John Hughes in the original script wrote, "Yeah, life is a carousel, a great big crazy ball of pure living, breathing joy and delight." You got to get one. Changed it to the one that we all know. Yeah. It's a good change. It's a good change. That other yeah. line, I'm sure would would have stuck with us, but not yeah. quite like. Well, and this one, this one was short, short and sweet. <clears throat> yeah, and it, it was in the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, and it kind of drives it home. And the whole theme of the movie was is basically living out that 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 thought. The life yeah. comes at you pretty fast. I think that's pretty cool. Um, well, who was it? Uh, Barbara Bush was giving a graduation uh, speech and, and uh, yeah, speech, and she used that line. She goes, "It's like Ferris Bueller always says," and then she said that line, and, and the place just went nuts. I thought that was the coolest nice. thing ever. So, yeah. So I mean, so for that, I think that that mo- this movie separates itself from some of the other '80s movies mm-hmm. because it's just uh, to me, it's just it's just kind of cool. It's yeah. neat. You, you know, That's why it's good in a mic. It's good. Okay, I'm tired of you. I'm, I'm so tired. <laughs> it's good. I mean, there's good parts. I mean, I like the relationship that Ferris and Cameron have. Obviously, Ferris has been loyal friend since their childhood. It's not somebody you would picture a Ferris hanging out with. He's kind of a... We know. kind of needed to be that kind of a friend, though, because Ferris is this bigger-than-life character. <laughs> there's going to be no other bigger-than-life character to pal around with him. I think mm-hmm. he kind of needed right. that, that more low-key... He's not only low-key, he's... No-key. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. the thing. It's, it's not just being the second fiddle. I mean, he's, he's you know, the real stick in the mud. Basically. Well, he's got a what, I, what I liked at the very end was where Cam Ferris says, I'll take the heat for this. Cameron's like, That was nope. very cool. Me and uh, whatever his dad's name, George or whatever, we yeah. have a talk when he gets home. Yeah. Like, you're kind of getting hope for Cameron. Like, you know what? He's finally going to stand his ground and be his own man. You may get him in some trouble. And yeah. I'm sure that it did. But the fact you have hope for Cameron at the end that, like, this lovable sad sack is actually going to step up and be the man. Well, and, and like, when, you know, 
you kind of feel at times like uh, Ferris is using Cameron, you know, to get the car, to get, he kind of, you know, gets the most out of he can. But yet he, he does step up when he when he's drowning in the pool, he goes yeah. in to save him. And there was genuine concern that he thought he was dying or whatever. Well, and then when yeah. he, at the very end, like you said, I'll take the heat for this. Your dad hates me. Just blame it on me. Yeah. That was a, a cool friendship move where you realize that they're really in this together. Well, I, I, I think that, I don't think that Ferris necessarily was using Cameron as much as like coercing him to not be such a stick in the mud. Like, I want to have a great day, but I want to have it with you. You know, mm-hmm. I want you to join me and be along. By the way, you've got access to the car, so let's right. throw all caution in the wind well, and do what, it. what was the, the rationale for him? What was the thing that happened that uh, made him get the car from Cameron? What was the... Well, they couldn't show up in that old beater to pick up uh, Sloan. It. It's, a pe- it's because, a piece of crap. Because it's he better said, than my piece I was of trying crap. to tell, figure out what it was—a Volvo of some sort would be my guess. Oh, the beater. Yeah, yeah it was so. something, something trashy. Yeah, uh, the the principal's like a like a K car, like a yeah, Reliant it was a Reliant K, K, K car for sure. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. but but I, it was the fact that he said, "We'll be there and I'll pick you up," and you know, we'll have a car. That's what Ferris used to say. Well, we gotta take this car now. That's yeah. pretty. Yep. Pretty you've given me. You've given us no choice. You give us. We gotta take the car. We gotta, gotta take, take the car. And I, I, Ferris kind of has that power of persuasion that Keith Madden always had. Yeah. Keith oh, yeah. could talk him doing anything. Anything. He's just yeah. such a good friend, but at the same time, he was that devil on your shoulder. Uh, He's a good devil. Good devil. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he talking about anything. Yeah. So, yeah. good times. Um. Yeah, the, I love the characters. Love the movie. I would like again. It wouldn't be as good. I would like to see a modern remake of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, the, I, I, like I kids kids today. I, um, I like how the principal said, "In fifteen years, you're gonna say, you know, you're gonna look back at this." And I always kind of thought it'd be neat if it went fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, but but he, but Matthew Broderick said he says. There's nothing to add. We can go yeah. back and revisit. Because they, they, they wanted to do a they sequel. Wanted, and he yeah. was on board. But as, as time went on and then John Hughes passed away, he's like, let's just not do it. Yeah. And he's right. You can't really add to that. It would have been neat seeing how those characters evolved in future mm-hmm. years. I picture like Ferris being like a stock trader or something. You know, very what, successful what but did, hating. What did he say that Ferris is going to be? What did uh, Fry Cook at, I don't know where at. Do you remember that? No. They were, they were at the parade, they were walking, he said, what do you want to go to college for? Or what do you want to be? She, he goes, nothing. She goes, me neither. He goes, he goes, Ferris can do anything he wants. What's Ferris going to be? And and I, I've rerun that so many times. He says, fry cook at, and I cannot figure out what uh, it is he's saying. Huh. It's like some restaurant, fry cook at. Probably, yeah, yeah some landmark some in Chicago. Yeah. So. yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Love it. Love it. All right. So, gentlemen, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Next time you do another mediocre movie, I'll be more than happy to oh, come along. My, come <laughs> on, man. Listen. You know what? Maybe we should do Jimkata. We Jim have Kata. got to do it. Come on. Jimkata. We owe it to our <laughs> we, fans. And we have talked about doing a, a night where we're you know doing Jimkata and American Anthem and yes. any other bad 
Uh, movies. Movies made yeah. by U.S. Olympians. <laughs> but, <laughs> it will happen. We'll have to give you a full report. Maybe we'll get some happen. video footage of that. Yeah, that's possible. So, Very possible. All right. It's time to do it. It's, it's time. It's time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, Cobra Kai coming out this this uh, December. December's coming out in December? December. Is. Wonderful. Yeah, and it's I already done. Stranger Things is coming out in uh, January. Man, it's been like two years now. I know. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for Stranger Things. Yeah. That's good stuff. Okay, good stuff. All right. Well, guys, we'll see you. Thank you. Take care. Everybody at home, thanks for uh, joining us this week. Hopefully that uh, you may not have learned a lot about Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but I kind of think you did. I missed a little time looking back at it. Yes, it was. What a great movie it was. It was. It was a great movie. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> great movie. I'm Rob. It was awesome. All right. I'm it glad was. you guys enjoyed it. Okay. All it right. makes me feel good inside. Whatever. <laughs> you guys, thank you. Take care. God bless. Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Dark as shame, darling, dark as shame. Thank you for all the joy and pain. Picture show, second balcony. Was the place we'd meet, second seat. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.